0: T stand for tough trouble, truly terrific C for courage, H, bitch, holy Rise high, pollinate Aphrodite, right Do my into neon light Shut it up a ducky. come suck my ATD I'm a three-headed goddess from the full moon long Venus hit the gong, gong, sing straight We're tough enough, we stand strong in the storm We don't back down, we don't take shit no more We don't back down, We're it's a new day of bitches that, that no mind, mind can take yeah, Bitches like that I'm trusting, really give me what I want for the night Welcome, Bye. Patrons, to another episode of the May Young Classic. It is episode 3 of the May Young Classic 2018, and Keikel Mole starts us off by welcoming us to the Fabulous Moola Invitational. He is with two people who he doesn't care to give time of day to. I still don't think you should have the first voice you hear be a man, but maybe that's just me. It's sparkly silver day today, if you're a woman. Caitlyn, a.k.a. Celeste Bonin, is a 31-year-old from Houston, Texas, and best friend of AJ Lee. Caitlin is a former Divas champ and winner of NXT Season 3. Caitlin has been working as a fitness model and owns the clothing company Celestial Bodies. It's a nice play on the name. And Caitlin has always been very built, but she's really turned up the bodybuilding aspect of her appearance as of lately. Uh, also sporting a nice Wicked Arm Tattoo. Uh, of course, you know, Caitlin's probably the most well-known member of the, uh, of the Mayan Classic this year. Uh, and great to see her back. But we're going to have to see what, uh, what happens. She is up against Kavita Devi, who is a 31-year-old from Malvi, Julana, Indi, or Jind district, Haryana in India. I apologize to any of our Indian listeners. Um, I'm sure it's hard to say our shit, our crazy shit too, so apologize. Uh, she's only been wrestling for two years after graduating from great college school and promotion. She is signed with NXT and was in the women's battle Royal at WrestleMania 34. Uh, Kavita was in the Mae Young Classic last year and wound up losing. Caleb Braxton doesn't have any time for your one fall bullshit as Caitlin returns to WWE TV. Kind of Bring gear, which I really like. Um, she's still showing up to titties though, but that's kind of to be expected with her character and the fact that she paid good money for him. Um, she it's she's in much much better shape than she was, not that she was in bad shape before, but she, like I said, she's big of a bodybuilder now, so her face reflects that there's just no fat left on her face at all um so it gives her a little bit more of a chiseled appearance, uh but she's still a beautiful woman uh, and of course you know her her body is. I mean she was a fitness instructor so it makes makes a lot of sense but uh but yeah the bodybuilding aspect of it really shown out she actually seems to have toned it down a little bit for her in-ring return um but that's that kind of makes sense because bodybuilding is not really about um endurance it's more about you know building up muscles and and the appearance so obviously you know she probably changed her her changed up her routine a little bit to get a little more endurance because you have you gotta have gotta go for a while on a ring uh kavita looks great and her in-ring gear makes me happy two indian dudes are in the front row don't know who they were sorry kavita but there's no way you're making it past caitlin here a welcome back chant breaks out and cole claims he humiliated a bunch of women during nxt season three so i guess it's a step forward maybe but he doesn't really i don't know it, it felt so hollow. Uh, but we start the match off, and Caitlyn is just straight fire. Uh, she looks way better than when she left, which is kind of crazy to say because she hasn't wrestled since leaving. She's only ever wrestled in Divinity. Pull over the two ladies that he's with, and Caitlyn's ass crack is trying to escape, while Kabita shows how much of a powerhouse she is. She's just, you know, I mean, not that Caitlyn is... is has weight a lot of weight to her, but it's still, it's it's impressive to see you pick up somebody with ease and kind of throw them around. Uh, Caitlyn gets a huge shoulder tackle, and they really need to put Caitlyn on TV again. She looks better than ever. A spear puts Debbie away in a rather quick match. Cole asks if Caitlyn would be the Cinderella story of the tournament. No, no she would not. That's not what a Cinderella story is, you Claude. Cinderella story is like when the sixteen seed winds up winning the whole tournament that's a cinderella story because they've got everything working against them and you know that would be if kavita devi won this tournament that's a cinderella story a former divas champion and somebody who was on TV, and and had you know has the amount of skill that she has and that that's not a cinderella story uh that's literally like um her being the new york yankees winning the world series it's not a cinderella story <sighs> Fucking moron! Uh, oh, moving on to our our next matchup. Tony Storm is a 22 year old from Auckland, New Zealand. She is a former AAW, BEW, X or WXW, and Progress Women's Champion, a SWA World Champion, a IPW Australian Women's Cruiserweight and Hardcore Champion. Uh, she is also currently an NXT UK Superstar. Tony should have won the Classic last year. But she's got another chance to, to do it this year. Her opponent is Ginny, who is a 28 year old from London, England. She is a former RevPro British women's champion as well as the current Maiden of Chaos, Progress Women's, and South Coast Queen of the Ring champion. Ginny actually beat Tony Storm for the Progress Women's Championship back in May, ending Tony's just over year long reign as the first Progress Women's champion. Jenny Kator is billed as a fashionista and former model, but she is so much more than that. This chick can go. Uh, this this match I was really interested in uh, because these two do have obviously the past they've worked together before and yeah, I mean Tony Storm is is fantastic. She's one of my one of my favorites in here. Obviously everyone knows, you know, Jason is a huge fan of her as well. He was sold on her during last year's Mae Young Classic and has just continued to to have his admiration grow, uh, as well as his penis every time he sees her. Tyler Breeze is hanging out for some, in the crowd for some reason. Tony Storm comes out to a huge pop, and Cole name drops the Daily Mirror. Um, as great as Tony is, I just <sighs> I wish she didn't dress the way she does. You know, she, it's a little bit more revealing than I think that she really needs to. Um, which I know that's at odds with my desire to see women um completely fucking naked or at least some semblance of that but as, as somebody who wants to see women be be portrayed in a new and and equal way with the men having it be at another person coming out in booty shorts and a, a crop top just you know um but the Iconics are in the crowd, um, not like they had anything better to do, but of course they're cheering on Tony Storm, despite the fact that Tony is a face, they're heels, uh, but they're all from Australia. So. A Ginny then heads out, and Renee name drops Alexander McQueen, saying that uh, he designed her outfit. I doubt it. And Cole asks if he, she means Steve McQueen. Get it? Because they have the same last name. Steve McQueen died 38 years ago. This old, dumb motherfucker drops someone who hasn't been relevant since before I was born. And I'm getting old. Okay? This is why Cole sucks. <sighs> Ginny is working this one as a heel, which would be her kind of natural set. Um, just her, her gimmick kind of lends itself to be a natural heel. Um, but with these two have great chemistry with each other, and they start the matchup with a lockup. Uh, they are working along to, they're working the long game on this match which is great because they start off really slow you know letting letting ginny kind of control things kind of slow tony down a little bit because obviously that's tony's strong suit is is her her quick maneuverability and everything like that um, but yeah starting off slow kind of builds attention gives them a chance to um you know gives them a chance to to build towards the the climax um, and of course having these two women in the ring i'm gonna pick some low-hanging fruit here i'm building towards the climax as well <clears throat> uh, jenny starts to kick the hell out of storm um and then she gets thrown into the corner and storm hits jenny in the face with her hip which cole calls a knee yeah uh storm gets or uh, jenny puts um, oops, sorry, I lost my place. Ginny straight slaps the face paint off of Tony before sliding under her and putting her in a seated surfboard. Very unique submission move. It goes for a while. You're kind of questioning how she's going to get out, but uh, Storm gets her arm free and gets to the ropes. Ginny gets right up in Storm's face and calls her a stupid girl, then runs straight into a boot. Storm with a snap German suplex before diving or driving her brown eye right into Ginny's face. Storm hits the Storm Zero and gets a three. This is going to be kind of a hard match to top in this tournament. This was really good. Um, these two, like I said, had just this great chemistry with each other and continue to show um, you know, what, what we can expect to continue to see from, from the women in this tournament. I was, I was impressed with this. Uh, Sucks that Jenny's out, but she is signed to, to NXT UK, so we'll see more of her. Our third match, Karen Q. Is from queens new york she is a former ecwa women's champion vpw women's champion and winner of the inaugural greatest rivals round robin tournament in wwr pro zia lee is from china she's only been wrestling for two years and she was one of the seven chinese athletes who WWE signed in 2016. she if i remember correctly here will be the second person to debut on wbtv from that that group the other one of course being Tian bing (sighs) kind of odd to put the two not i I can't say the two because there's other uh asian women in this but to put two of the chinese women against each other in the first round um but whatever you know candace loray and johnny gargano are shown in the crowd you know because we're bringing out all the stars Karen Q comes up to some K-pop music, which is so much better than generic Asian sounding song that they normally play for Asian workers. Case in point, Zia Lee. Zia Lee's entrance and Ring and Tire are pretty much just somebody googling Asian women and going with that. Michael Cole is upset because Zaya won't cook for him. That's right. That is something he said. Zaya and Karen do a crouching tiger hidden dildo stance to start. And Renee says that both of these women are here to break the stereotypes of Asian workers, and they are doing that by doing kung fu moves and bowing to each other. Yeah. 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 Break them stereotypes. Karen Q with a back handspring elbow to the corner, a la China. Cole already says that Q is close to advancing. Spend two minutes, you moron. Q hits a full nose and slam, but it's only a two count. So I know, look, I know that I keep shitting on Cole, but he takes 45 fucking seconds and I counted and then I rounded up 45 seconds to remind us that it's the Mayan classic and that we are at NXT arena instead of letting his co-commentators talk. He, he winds up doing this during a lull in the match, which is where your color commentators are supposed to be able to kind of show their stories. And this is the problem is he's the veteran of this group. And, you know, he keeps stepping on Renee and, uh, and Beth, because of the fact that they don't quite have the timing down yet. They're both very fresh on this and everything of like that. This is where he needs to be like, now you tell your story because there's nothing going on in the match. And when it's done, there should be something going on in the match again. So I can start going on again. Uh, but he's a dumb prick. So, um, at this point, and I, I guarantee I misheard it, but I'm pretty sure Cole said that the ref's name is Aubrey N-Words. Is her name Aubrey N-Words? Because that can't be, right? So now I got to Google this. All right, WB Ref Aubrey, I don't know if that's right, WB Ref Aubrey. Aubrey Edwards, oh see Edwards makes so much more sense than her last name being a racial slur. That's good, I was I was, I was, was worried for a second there. Q misses the frog splash and hits a spinning uh, axe kick for the win. Um, not a great finisher because the axe kick landed on the back, um, but a decent match all around. We get a polite applause from the crowd and then they reshow the back kick. Okay, so if that was a head kick, I would totally approve. I understand why you probably don't want to do that, because Zaya obviously hasn't been working very long and you don't want to have her give fucking concussions by dropping a, a, the heel of her boot into people's skulls, but, you know, well, whatever. Uh, Zaya will face Diana Peraza in the second round, so nice knowing you. And our main event and the match that I've been looking forward to from the first round, Mia Yim takes on Allison K. Mia Yim is a 29-year-old from Fontana, California, and the former Jade in TNA Impact. Uh, Maya beat Sarah Logan last year before losing to Shayna Baszler in the second round. Yim is a former Knockouts Champion, Queen of Southside, TCW Women's Shine Champion, BTW, and Shine Tag Team Champion. Allison Kaye is a 30-year-old from Detroit, Michigan. She is the former Sienna of Impact Wrestling, so of course, these two got a history. She's a former AIW Women's Champion, the current Shine Champion, GFW Women's Champion, a Knockouts Champion, and WSU Tag Team Champion. The big news, of course, with Kay was that she was hospitalized in January due to blood clots in each of her lungs. There was concern, obviously, at that point that she would never wrestle again and could have actually died from the injury. So, uh, very scary moment. Uh, obviously, it led to... Um, to a little bit of a change for Allison K, but she is back and seems hungrier than ever. Um, also this episode was the easiest research research I've ever had to do because I know most of these people. So, um, I really wish W would sign Allison K though, because she is one of my favorite female wrestlers. Um, uh, Mia Yim, uh, was just announced that she was signed. I'm very happy with that as well, because Mia is somebody that definitely deserves the opportunity. She's got an amazing look. She's got amazing in-ring ability. Um, and she's always been really good with fans, too, which is something that is, is sort of neglected sometimes with certain workers. But she's always just been really willing to connect with fans, not only on social media, but in person as well. So uh, very happy that we finally get to see what Mia Yim has to offer. Mia Yim, the Belasian baddie, she said it, not me, is such a strong worker. Um, you instantly look at her and you know exactly what you're getting with her. We cut over to see that sony Deville is in the crowd and cole says she is one of his favorite people i highly doubt he even knows who she is an air raid siren goes off and yim enters the arena another worker wearing pants um although she does have huge cleavage and those pants are going to be an issue because they are hipster pants not hipster pants as in like um it's, the, it's the, you know like she was wearing pants before people knew what pants were but as in like they were they're right around her hip like you you would see bush if she had it kind of thing shelton benjamin is in the crowd for some god-awful reason uh they claim that he looks at Miriam as a sister i would say he probably wants to fuck her but you know that's just me uh well i mean i want to fuck her too but you know i wouldn't like pretend to be a brotherly figure to her just to try to you know see them tits allison k continues to make that stink face Pinky's up it's time to do things with class Renee brings up Mia being a survivor of domestic abuse, but they don't talk about Allison K surviving a near-fatal injury. So, kind of shitty. Um, they also will continue to bring up in this match the fact that the last time, not the last time, but the, one of the first times that Allison Kay and Mia Yim face off each other, uh, Mia Yim broke Allison K's nose. Uh, and they continue to show a picture of her bloody, well, they make it black and white. But, um, yeah, that was something that really happened and uh these two are really good friends despite the fact that that happens you know sometimes it happens in wrestling uh, the match begins and they lockup up before they say "fuck it and start pounding at each other K shorts are damn near a thong and it's really distracting like i i want so much to be able to pay attention to this match because um it's two workers i really enjoy but it's also Really fucking hard not to type this with a raging mo boner because you got Allison K's ass cheeks hanging out, you got Mia Yim's ass crack hanging out, plus her tits hanging out. Like, it's just. It's, God. Alright. Um, Yim hitched some shots on K before Yim hits a running kick to her tits. This has got to be great for these two. Um, really good friends, and they both get to be in the Mae Young Classic together. Uh, it's just got to be uh, an, an awesome moment that they get to share with each other. Uh, I'm surprised that I'm surprised that they let Allison K use the name Allison K, considering that they have Billy K on the roster. No relation. Yim swings and K ducks and Yim backhands the turnbuckle. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. I actually winced at this one. And each time they replayed it with that fucking noise that Yim's hand makes when it hits that turnbuckle. I winced again. Like props on her for just hauling off and backhanding fucking metal. Oh gosh. Uh, K puts the pinkies up and fish hooks Mia as Mia yanks her tights back up. Maybe don't wear hipster pants, just saying. Don't wear any pants, that's fine too. A sack of shit slam keeps K on the offensive and Mia Yim's ass crack makes an appearance. K with a sloppy reversal before hitting a spinebuster. I don't know if I would want to wrestle with twenty six hair clips in, but Ellison K does it. Yim with another submission attempt, but K to the ropes. We get a face to face with these two before they trade shots. Storytelling in this match is so on point. Uh, Mia with some drop kicks but only a two. Mia tried for a package pile driver but K reverses. Yim with the sunset power bomb for two. Uh, A this is awesome chant breaks out, and one of the few times I have to agree with the crowd on this one. K with a discus clothesline, she calls the big O, or the big D, sorry. Uh, I'd like to give her my mediocre D to give her a mediocre O, but, you know, if you know what I mean. K misses with a kick, and Yim misses with a kick, and they both then hit kicks simultaneously. Yim climbs to the top rope, but K stops her, and Yim hits, jeez. The, the name of this. She hits a move called the Soul Food and gets the three. Other than the terrible name, it's a great finisher. Great looking thing. It's um, essentially a top rope version of um, Xavier Woods' move where he would grab the arm and put his leg up into your face and pull you into his leg. Uh, really good. Terrible name. That was my favorite match so far of the tournament. Uh, medium will advance take on Caitlyn in the second rounds. Um, so... That one's gonna be hard to tell. Obviously, I know what happens, but um, if you're if you're one of the people in the crowd here, you'd be like, I don't know who's gonna win that fucking second round match. That's pretty cool. Uh, and like I said, this this match was really good. BEM um, definitely earned her opportunity to continue. I wish Allison K would also be signed, but I know she's at Shine right now, which um, is something that uh, WWE has no problem in signing people from. So we'll we'll see. There's, there's still plenty of time. She's still young, Um, she's still got a lot of talent, and she definitely showed something here. So, we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, yeah, that'll do it for Episode 3. Obviously, I'll be back next week with uh, Episode 4. So, until then, thank you again for your generous donations that you've been giving us these past couple of months. um, Or gear, I should say, for both of you. Um, And for anyone else who winds up uh, coming aboard here and, and checking this out. Thank you so much for being patrons and supporting us. And until then, we'll see you next week.